Welcome to the Dan and Jay's Comedy Hour Podcast. I'm Dan, one of the greatest fans of this podcast. And um, you may not know this, but Dan and Jay are the greatest ever. So come and watch uh, the show. Thanks. Thanks, Dan? Are you a a Dan? That's Daname Dan. Oh, that's Daname Dan. So that's mm-hmm. so Danime is is a type of anime in that universe. It, uh, yeah, and okay. he likes to watch it uh, okay. feverishly and mm-hmm. has developed his entire personality around that. Okay, okay, that makes sense. I think. Does he do this when he? Did I miss you doing this with your d- yeah. doing peace sign? Oh, I missed out. Damn it, I missed it. I'm so sorry. Uh, no kitty ears. Weirdly, that's strange, but that's fine. You do you. Uh, yeah, everybody, welcome to our our podcast. There was a half a chance we might have a guest showing up. So they might show up in the middle. Uh, and this is not a bit. Not that we do bits. This is not a show where bits happen or characters appear. But I'm there, just I saying. Got, I got there. I fixed it. There you go. Dan has a cat on his head. A very a squishmallow cat. Which is very so cute. Catties. Uh Was it? Oh, it was in the Picard chat where I was talking about my idea for if, not a Halloween costume, but my con costume that I'm going to do, which is like the laziest version of a con mm-hmm. costume. Yeah. Which is uh, for those who don't know, I have a nice Picard sweater. It is not Star Trek. Uh, it is not Star Trek branded, so I wonder if it's actually not even Star Trek. Like, if it needs to be, because all it is is the black and red, but it is laid out oh, right. the same way. But I have black sweatpants. I got plenty of slippers. I can make some slippers if I don't have like black ones. But I do need a giant plushy Enterprise for him to carry around. Yes, and I've been thinking about how to make that. I, I mean, I would like one anyway. Who wouldn't want a plushy Enterprise to carry around? And a giant Seven Eleven cup filled with Earl Grey tea. So nice. this is this. Is, if you see a guy at cons at some point dressed like that, it's me. It's definitely me. Um, uh, it's me. Yes, I'm the Picard. It's me. When did we record last, Daniel? I fucking know. Great, that's helpful. Um, well, it's been a while. I don't know what you want to talk about. What do you want to talk about, Dan? Well, I, what's new? When for you? I came into the room, I found this. On my seat. Uh-huh. A whoopee cushion, sure. Yeah. A, a small so. keychain whoopee cushion. Was it placed yeah. there by Caden or It sure adult? was. Okay. Did you fart? I was wondering why he was kind of milling about over here. <laughs> did it work? He didn't cover it with anything. So you didn't see it and therefore did not execute a fart, I'm assuming. Oh, I, I, I straight up just... I mean, it's a black black chair with a big yeah. pink thing on it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I will tell him I sat on it, though. Sure, of course. I have to reward that. <laughs> well, I, is he in the house right now? Because you could make, you could be like, oh, no, and then act like you think you sh- shat yourself and run around the house like you shat yourself. and then. Run oh, my God. The oh, my God. I need underwear. <laughs> oh, no. I'm podcasting and I don't have time. <laughs> oh, no. Caden, you have to take over my part of the podcast now. I have don't to go take care of all like shit. I, did. I don't know what's up with that <laughs> chair, but it makes you shit yourself. <laughs> I knew I needed a standing desk. I just didn't know why. Uh, Without a standing, (laughs) as we all know, without a standing desk, you cannot shit yourself. You can, you will shit yourself without one. If you have one, you will not shit yourself. That is. But when you're standing, you often piss yourself. Of course. I mean, that's that's all part of it. Um, uh, (laughs) So Dan Dan had a Dan had a a, a whoopee cushion. Did I tell you? Speaking of farts, did I tell you I had another fart attack, Dan? No. <laughs> yeah, this is a, like a month, month and a half ago. Uh, 
the time before it made sense because I think I had had weed in my system. I had had some, maybe some alcohol and I'd eaten an Indian Frankie, which is basically an Indian burrito like this big in about two minutes. Mm-hmm. I, eat, I eat way too fast. Uh, it's probably come up before. I have a terrible, terrible hunger for food. And um, the gastritis made sense. I was dried out and it was trying to move its way and gas mm-hmm. just got trapped in the chest and uh, turned blue and everything. So this happened a couple months ago, but it was all I had had. I had made, I have a habit of making us breakfast sandwiches to save money because otherwise I will really want to go over to Burger King and get a croissant sandwich. I like to make us a nice breakfast sandwich when I can. And I made one using impossible sausage meat and it was good, but they were a little bigger than normal. Mm -hmm. Didn't affect the wife, uh, but that's all I'd had that day. And then... I started feeling the gastritis pain, so I'm like, what can I take? What can I take? And I took, um, what's it called? Uh, was, uh, no, I took a laxative uh, because I'm mm-hmm. like, maybe that'll clear everything up. I don't know. It was the only thing I could find. And it specifically had a warning on the side, side don't take, basically don't take it without um, liquid uh, because it can like activate too quickly. And I didn't. I popped it in my mouth, though, and held it there for about 30 seconds, seconds while I got a drink. Um, and the reason it said that is because, uh, it, it can cause fainting. Well, about an hour into it, as I am starting to turn white again, I'm standing at the bathroom sink, uh, trying to wash my hands and everything starts going white. So I almost <laughs> blacked out on the bathroom floor. Sounds like almost a whiteout. Uh-huh. Yeah. And, uh, that was one of the scariest things. So it's fart attack number two. Don't know why I will never eat impossible sausage meat again. I've had <laughs> other impossible products, but that, I won't say that nearly killed me. Taking it, that laxative that I will never take again is what <laughs> I think really almost fucked me. And it took all night again to recover from it. So, um... Yep, that's me. That's me. I eat like an animal. So, there you go. You eat like an animal and you live like a freak. Exactly. I thought you said you eat like an animal and live like a furry, which I guess would both be basically the same thing. So, I eat out of a dog <laughs> Kind of, yeah. <laughs> My fursona is called Captain Jetpants, and he is from the future. He's like a rocketeer, but a dog. He's the red rocketeer. That's his That's his. <laughs> that's side. a secret identity, the red rocketeer. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not a furry, just for the record. Um, <laughs> not uh, not with his budget. No, 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 not exactly, exactly right. Uh, that would be too much because you'd have your fursona, but then you'd have to come up with a costume that fit around the giant wolf head or dog head or whatever the fuck you <laughs> yeah, were. Yeah, for his secret identity. Yeah, because otherwise, what's the point? And you have um, to be able to take it off to be like, it's actually me. Uh-huh, <gasps> it is me, Captain, whatever I just called myself, Rocket Pants or something. And, uh... Yep, yep, the Red Rocketeer. Oh, shit, that's the name of the episode. No. <laughs> well, that's fun. Um. Um, that actually reminds me that they are, I don't know if you've heard about it, but they're making mm-hmm. a Fallout TV show for Amazon. Yes, I have. And they've I've... announced a, 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 a date of April 12th for that. Oh, And right. the reason why that reminds me is uh-huh. because the gas stations in Fallout mm-hmm. are Red Rockets. Mm, mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> that's fucking great i didn't know it was april 12th i'm gonna have to write that down because um mm-hmm. like it's not a I game just, i've played i think it was just announced today so i i knew they were making it and all, only thing i knew about it was the one like promo i saw was the, the director of the show was like 
doing a couple bits to show off the practical effect where he was talking and then a robot robot arm like handed him a nuka cola in mm-hmm. the middle of the thing and i'm like <laughs> okay okay we got some practical i've seen stuff going uh, there's on. some folks who were um living near where they were filming some of uh-huh. it and so they were able to show some of uh-huh. what like the sets look like and stuff from my understanding it takes place in la okay probably because it's convenient sure um and it's takes place before i think the first game okay so it's closer to when the vaults first started reopening okay interesting yeah. I, I'm I'm sure they'll give me more information. I won't need to actually play the game. Um, I yeah. will get plenty of the references because uh, I love the vibe of that game so much. I've watched people make Pip Boys on mm-hmm. YouTube, and I've still not played the game. <laughs> uh, and just one. like just like the Elder Scrolls, like every every game is you know self contained mm-hmm. and even takes place in different places. All right. Right, um, right. So yeah, you get the story when you play the game anyway. So they'll probably use a similar kind of thing. Um, mm-hmm. As long as it's the, funny, it'll be good. It needs to be funny because that game's vibe is not just that. Ludicrous. That game is yeah. It, the the game mixes the ludicrous with the the grit of an apocalypse. Mm-hmm. I enjoy so, it. You know, I mean, Red Rocket is the perfect example of that. Uh huh. Uh huh. And like the retro futurism of that whole world Love with the Mister Handy, so and they've got they've got a version of the Mister Handy is like the butler. Mm-hmm. A little floating butler guy with arms, uh-huh. and then there's but there's a military version of it that's always like a general, and he always talks with a general voice, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and stuff. So I love it. I hope. So, it's, yeah, the I first hope it holds up. The first two games, which were you know obviously not Bethesda, they were you know forever ago. Mm-hmm. Um, actually, by the same people who did a game called Wasteland. Um, mm-hmm. uh, those two take place um, just basically in California because it's. You know, mm-hmm. the age of that game, mm-hmm. they were able to cover a lot more area, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and when you travel, it's not like now where you just you walk to wherever, right? You would have, like, the over-screen map, and then you'd have oh, yeah. things that happen, or you might find a location. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Fallout 3 took place in Washington, D.C., mm-hmm. and the surrounds. Okay. And had a couple expansions. They had one that was The Pit. Mm-hmm. Which takes you to Pittsburgh. Okay. Um, one that took you to Alaska because that's mm-hmm. where like the final do you have confrontation that fucking, was. Do you have that thing on again, Dan? Or no? Oh, the I filter don't know. for eyeballs? <laughs> yes, you do. I don't know. I might. Yes, you do. <laughs> yes, you oh, do. I do. <laughs> it scrolled off the bottom. <laughs> I just noticed. <laughs> Oh, my God. Dan's paying so much close attention like uh, to this <laughs> camera, but he doesn't normally do that. <laughs> yeah. so I did not realize it was still on. I had to uh, update the whole thing. So, uh-huh. uh, let's see. Yep. Operation Anchorage takes you to Alaska. Cool. Uh, the Pit takes you to Pittsburgh. Mm-hmm. Where does Broken Steel take you? I never played that one. Um, the Potato takes you to Boise. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> and then Mothership Zeta explores aliens. All right. Um, I don't know where those ones take you to. Let's What's see. the idea of Fallout 76 and why do people have so much of a problem with it? Not everybody did. But uh, some let's see. Hold on. Let me finish it. Brooks no. was early uh, Enclave Remnants of Liberty Prime. So that actually is more, it takes place in the same area. Point Lookout. Mm-hmm. Dark murky swampland along the coast of Maryland. Okay. So you take a ferry there. And then Starship Zeta takes you to outer space because wow. there was a space station that was abandoned after oh. you know the world ended. Dope. Okay. And you go there. Um, and then 
And then what did you ask me? Oh, uh, what was the deal with Fallout 76 and why did people not like it? Okay, so Fallout 76 is an MMO. Okay. Ish. All right. Um, like, it's online only. Mm-hmm. Um, and, but it's only like maybe 16 people at once. Mm-hmm. Um, it, when it first came out, it was actually uh, created by a company called Zenimax mm-hmm. that at the time had only made really crappy mobile games. Mm-hmm. Um, and it had some significant performance issues. Okay. Okay. Um, lots of crashes, weirdness. It looked mm-hmm. bad. Just they've they've improved it since then. It's it's uh it's decent now, but you mm-hmm. know, it it's plagued by its history at this sure, juncture. Sure, sure. Um, but then on top of that, like one of the fun things of Fallout is meeting the people of the wasteland, right? Mm-hmm. Well, Fallout seventy six, you are the first vault to open after they all sealed. Oh, okay. So there are no, there were no people. That's so all the storytelling was done through computers. Okay, and stories on the computer, and your missions came from computers, and they just felt very impersonal. So the only other living things are like the zombie deals. Is that what's happening? Is that and robots? Yeah, all all, yeah, the the ghouls and shit. Um, So a year after it came out, they came out with an update. You know, a new season of the game, Mm -hmm. um, and that season. Other vaults opened, and now there's people everywhere. Okay. All right. Fair enough. (laughs) Yeah. So, and then there was this one feature. I don't know if they've nerfed it or not, but if you can get, you can get codes for the nuclear silos, Mm -hmm. and then you can nuke anywhere you want. Oh, my God. Um, And I don't think it took long for people to abuse that. They thought it would take a long time for people to be able to get all the codes, and it did not. So... Why? Why would they think that? So they not know how the internet works, right? So it's just it was it was different than any other Bethesda game, and it just didn't plot wise and how they tell the story didn't really sit well with people. Mm-hmm. And then on top of that, it was plagued with a lot of technical issues that people okay. did not like. It so is, it was just all around a bad choice. It's very weird that it is a. I know it's not it's not alone in this, but being a gaming a gaming world. And concept that also has like all this real world prop shit you can buy from it. Like I even want some of it, even though I've not played mm-hmm. the game. Uh, it's very. I know it's not entirely unusual. Oh, and even Minecraft shit, but mm-hmm. they also like it was just a lot of fuck arounds. Um, the pre order they had like a special like pre order thing, like the first one hundred or whatever. Mm-hmm. Got like this duffel bag mm-hmm. for the Pip Boy. And the, they showed the duffel bag, and it looked like this hardcore canvas duffel bag. When they got it, it was like that thin fucking fabric. And people oh. were like, felt very bait and switched. Yeah. Like, this is a $5 duffel bag. Yeah, no And they thanks. spent like $120. Oh, boy. No, so. no, no. Nobody wants that. <laughs> no. Yeah. So. Um, it's like, so, oh, look, there's a new Link figure that comes with it, and it's a repainted G.I. Joe. No, exactly. That is not what it I might requested. as well be. <laughs> exactly. Um, so that was Fallout 3. Mm hmm. Um, Fallout 4 uh, took place in Boston. Okay. Um, and um, well, and the 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 plot of the plot of Fallout 1 was um, the reason why you had to leave the vault was because a piece of your machinery that keeps everyone alive broke, and you had to go okay. find one from another maybe abandoned vault. Mm-hmm. Um, I haven't played Fallout 2. I'm not 100 percent sure what the plot is. That it's probably something similar. Mm-hmm. That actually I think is like a direct sequel. Mm-hmm. Um, then Fallout Three, the goal was um, your father was a scientist who invented a thing called the get the 
Gek, which is the Garden of Eden creation kit. Okay. Which is supposed to basically bring plants and refresh water and everything. Oh, okay. And so you're helping with that, trying to find him and trying to find that and potentially restore the wasteland. That one had a little bit of uh, drama when it came out, too, Mm -hmm. because when they came out with that, when you finished the game, it was done. Hmm. Right, mm-hmm. but then you you might be you might have like a dozen side quests and just an interesting world to explore, and you haven't <laughs> done all of it, and so people are like, "I want to keep playing." Mm-hmm. So they came out with a patch that basically lets you keep going after you finish it. Okay, <laughs> that's funny, and um, they haven't really done that since. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> they haven't done that again. Fair. Um, so uh, Fallout Four, uh, you go into a vault. With cryogenic stasis, that's what that one did. Okay. Um, and then while you're in stasis, you you have you and your husband, and then a baby, mm-hmm. um, and you get to create both characters. Okay. And the baby actually kind of looks like both of you. Okay. Um, but then while you're in cryogenic stasis, um, bad guys come, mm-hmm. steal the baby, mm-hmm. shoot your significant other while you're still in your cryogenic freezer, and then it refreezes you. Oh no. And then you wake up, and then you're the only one left alive. Everyone else's things thawed or whatever Mm -hmm. while they were still there, and they all died. Uh Uh-huh. And then so now you're like, I got to find my kid. Holy shit. Yeah. Um, And on top of that, there's like, uh, they introduced interesting things like um, basically synths, which are basically uh, Westworld things. Okay. Um, So there's a whole thing of, is that person a synth or not? There's really a question at the end of, are you a synth or not? Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. I love it. Um, and so there was that, and then they introduced Far Harbor, which, where was that at? Um, it's like an island, mm-hmm. um, it, which was actually really cool, like a small island. Uh, I don't know. It must. I wonder if it's a real place, Acadia. So yeah, it must be a real place. I don't know Boston so well. Sure. Um, did you Fall did off. did you ever end up watching all of Westworld? <laughs> I watched the first couple seasons, and then yeah. I just kind of. Fell out of interest because I really should have. Because I'm going to tell you, that is, I'm not like this. I'm normally like, whatever they just gave me, they gave me for free. I'll accept it. That's their artistic vision. It might not be perfect or exactly what I want, but and I won't complain. And I won't totally complain. But I will say that the ending of that boot that that show is dog shit, and it it just it goes places that were unnecessary. And I, the, they should have con- <laughs> they should have just stayed focused on what they were doing with yeah. the, the West. Yeah. And, I mean, to be fair, the original Westworld uh-huh. did have those different places. Sure, sure. But also the original Westworld was trash. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, even if it's the other worlds, like, you don't need to... By the end, they have gone so far, so many levels outside of the park. It The park is not an issue anymore. It exists, mm-hmm. but it's it's a, it might as well be its own TV show. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just, I'm like... You're wasting some very good actors and some of the best special effects I've ever seen on whatever this thing is you just put in front of me. And I don't mm-hmm. get it. I don't get it. It's a very weird show. It's a very weird fucking... It felt like they didn't... It, I don't normally say this, but it felt like they legit didn't know what they were they were writing, like they, what they were going to write next. More than lost. And I'm going to bet you they didn't. I bet they didn't expect to keep going. Maybe. Yeah. See, at least Game of Thrones had a you know a book series behind it for yeah. the most of it. That's true. Yeah. So they're like, we know where to go. We just have mm-hmm. to adapt this shit. 
Yeah. And yeah, yeah, yeah. throw in a few of our own things. And then the last book's not written, and they're like, ah, oh, fuck it. <laughs> we're going to do it in eight seasons, and we're going to write Star Wars. Ha <laughs> JK, we didn't write Star Wars after all. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Ah. Everything they did to destroy Game of Thrones, and they still mm. didn't even do what they were destroying Game of Thrones to do. Can you imagine? Like, I... they were actually throwing money at them, saying, make mm-hmm. more episodes. And yeah. they said no. <laughs> Like, they had the opportunity. Like, yeah. they don't have a fucking excuse of, well, we didn't have the budget or they didn't give us right. the time. Right. They're like, you sure you don't want to do a full fucking season and really build out the Daenerys turning into a tyrant thing? Mm-hmm. And they said no. That's yeah. funny. Because I totally, like, the whole Daenerys thing, like, I saw that coming. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, people who were surprised that she did what she did at the end. Uh-huh. I wasn't surprised. Mm-hmm. I was disappointed that they didn't develop it better. Okay. I've never seen the show except for one episode. So, like, because the whole the thing, thing, like, I've ever seen it was yeah. so bad. I don't so, like it. So the whole thing is like they're going, like her character is going through. She starts as basically a slave, uh huh, and but um, and her brother sells her into slavery basically. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But the the guy who's the head of this tribe mm-hmm. actually cares and okay. you respects, and so and then he ends up dead and so then she takes over basically this entire tribe mm-hmm. and she's trying to get back to westeros because her people were her her was it her it would be her grandpa i think would have mm-hmm. been no her dad would have been the one who was the previous king mm-hmm. so she's like i'm supposed to be queen of you know the games of thrones sure 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 as, <laughs> and as so she's goes. trying so it's about her going trying to get there with her little army and building more army. And she does it by like, she frees a bunch of slaves. Uh-huh. She frees a bunch of soldiers that were create forced to be eunuchs, like all this stuff. And it's supposed to be really just, but then as she goes on, you start questioning some of her methods. Uh huh. Sure. You know, she yeah. starts losing a little bit of empathy with the other side at all. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so you can, you kind of see where it's going. And then she starts like talking back to her advisors who were very important at the start. And mm-hmm. then she stops really listening to them. Like, She's going to end up like being a monster at the end. Yeah. But she's going to think she's just. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like, that's a great story. Yeah. And so she gets to finally, you know, it takes like, you know, eight seasons or whatever. She finally gets there. Mm-hmm. And then in one episode, she flips out and burns the entire city to death. Okay. All the innocents. Okay. And I'm like, there was, there was no real good build up to that. She Anakin'd. She Anakin, and they really need to have her, like, be like, this is, you know, this is what I do. It has to be, this is just, mm-hmm. they didn't really do that. Okay. And so, just it wasn't, the, it, it, it delivered on what I expected, but it didn't yeah. deliver it in a way that was satisfying. They should have zoomed out in that last episode, and then a, a, a physical book closes, and then, Jay, <laughs> and then George R.R. R. Martin just looks, ah. Finally, exactly what I wanted, and then, and then you winks. know, yeah, <laughs> and then he falls asleep on a bed of cash, and <laughs> you know, and if he's of, like, and know. then he winks again and says, "This is what I meant." Honk shoe, honk shoe, How rich is that man? Like, good for him. Fuck it, man. Like, who cares? He, if has he even finished? I don't think he's finished that book yet. No, I don't think so. From what I've heard, he doesn't need. Yeah. To. <laughs> Although, I bet so, his publisher is like George. George, hi. Um, everything's the phones good. Phones don't stop, <laughs> George. The phones don't stop. <laughs> there are some very angry people on the internet. Janice is tired. She can't keep picking that thing up. <laughs> uh, 
and he's like i'm sorry I'm, I'm busy with my bookstore i gotta he owns a bookstore in albuquerque and i think that's what I he spends it. most of his time doing probably that and like punch is sitting there reading write, old books fuck it it's one or two you? customers a day yeah why wouldn't you can you fucking imagine? What else can you fucking do in Albuquerque, frankly? That's true. Not to be totally rude to the entire state of New Mexico, but I've had nothing but bad luck there. Uh, <laughs> it's hot. Jesus you turn Christ. on the AC and you open a book and just kind of sweat yep. it out. Yep, that's pretty much it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and that man walks around with that Greek fishing cap all day anyway. He doesn't seem to care. He's just... Yeah. Just... <laughs> uh, I love all right, all so that was a fantasy yeah. hour. There you go, everybody. I hope you enjoyed Danny J's fantasy hour. Um... Speaking of Bethesda games, I've been playing Starfield. Oh yeah, <laughs> which now wait now can you do you from the ground up design your own spaceship or did I misunderstand that? What's the deal with this? The, the uh, yes, that's you great. Can. That's amazing. Um, it, it basically it's um as if it was like like a modular home, right? Okay. You have all these components and you put them together, and they all in you know affect the ship in certain ways and stuff. And okay, that's so. pretty dope. And there's plenty of them you can get that are just normal, and you can pirate ships and everything. I think um, if I magically somehow, <clears throat> so let's say the writing career takes off, yeah, and somebody this comes to me and they're like, "Look, we we need writers to convert um, some IP into movies, and there's some video game options you've got. There's some books, there's some whatever." Uh, number one on my list is because Hasbro has had a movie wing for like almost twenty years now. And they haven't made the Monopoly movie. Mm-hmm. I have an idea, and I want to make it. That's number one. But number two, I feel is it like going to be totally counterculture? It's going to be. There will be blood, but Monopoly. That's basically it. But nice. I, w- I would prefer to play Rich Uncle Pennybags because I have some ideas for how it goes. Yeah. yeah. Um, but then uh, video games. While I, the serious answer here is is Bioshock. While I would love to make the Bioshock movie. Probably the Bioshock that takes place at the World's Fair, whatever one that's called. Infinite? Is it Infinite Bioshock? The one that goes in the sky or the one that goes under the water? Sky, yeah. Yeah, that's yeah, a yeah, good yeah. one. Uh, but uh, the joke answer slash I bet I could still make it good is Minesweeper. I want to make the Minesweeper movie. <laughs> they made Battleship, so uh, why what can't if, I make... What if... Yes, hit me with it. Minesweeper, mm-hmm. Last Starfighter. Ooh, ooh, okay. Right? It's on every computer because yeah, the yeah. government is trying to find the perfect mine sweeper. <laughs> and everybody's bad at it because nobody can quite figure out the rules. Like, they're there. You have to get, you have to be able to do the maximum size consistently. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Which is like a thousand by a thousand or whatever. I love it. Then they hire, they hire a kid. It's a girl. It's a woman, okay? It's a young woman. Because we are smart about things. So mm-hmm. she's, and then she is hired, but then, you know, at some point she realizes, oh no, I am killing people. Um, or is she killing people? No, because she's sweeping for mine. So she's anti killing people. I don't know what the rest of the story is, but I like this idea, Dan. This is very much <laughs> that meets a little bit of war games, maybe. There's all kinds of options that we've got that we've got here. What was, yes. weren't they going to do a last Starfighter like, proper sequel weren't they talking were, about that for a while i feel like they were they like they probably were like were. i mean every everything is trying to get something going on right now like the lead from that's still alive and i think they were just like because he's not old he's not that old i don't, yeah. mean, don't mean to suggest he's 90 isn't that crazy he's still alive it's just you know it seemed it would be it would be a weird one um let's see what happened oh uh so 
Let's see. Oh, yes. here we go. Mm-hmm. Um, a concept trailer came out. Okay. Maybe that's what I saw or, or last heard about. Last year. Last, uh, la- no, two years ago, March. Okay. The Last Starfighter is now closer than ever to getting a sequel. Screenwriter Gary Witta, Rogue One and Star Wars Story, has been championing the proposed project for years. Okay. Now Witta and his team have revealed a new concept reel that showcases Ooh. artwork for the sequel in addition to revealing the title, The yeah. Last Starfighters. <laughs> Gary Witta appeared via live stream on his Twitch channel to discuss the movie as well as reveal the concept trailer. Right. Witta worked with original screenwriter Johnson Butel, Bet mm-hmm. Betuel, and artist Matt Alsop to put the whole thing together. Not only that, but composer Chris Tilton contributed mm-hmm. music, working with Craig Saffin's original score to bring the trailer to life. Mm-hmm. It looks very much like it belongs in the same world as the original 1984 sci-fi classic. That's very funny. It's they, the, the, it looks the, like that was the last time. Mm-hmm. Oh, here's September 14th, 2022. Last Starfighter sequel still being worked on. Sure. Um, anything more recent than that? Um... <laughs> Someone commenting about it on our movies. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, yeah, it seems like last September was the last time anyone really talked about it. All right. All right. Well, you know, fingers crossed that they get that made. Last Starfighter is a fun movie. I'm trying to remember when I saw it, though. Did you that mean? movie is yeah. when I learned to whistle, apparently. I remember it. Okay. I don't remember if I had been trying and trying and trying and okay. it just happened. But like we were watching the last Starfighter, uh-huh. mom took us to the movies to see it. See it. Uh huh. Um, and it which was 1984, so I was pretty little. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would have been five. Yeah. Um, and then during the end credits, I started like, I was I'd been trying to whistle, and then I was actually successfully able to whistle right as like the end credits started. <laughs> I remember amazing. going home and then showing dad that I figured out how to whistle. <laughs> Is there whistling in the movie, or is that no. just totally unrelated? <laughs> okay. Unrelated. But that's how it ties into my memories, because I apparently, <laughs> yeah, learning to whistle was formative for me. That's remarkable. That's, I could never whistle properly. Yeah, everyone else properly. knows where they were when the towers fell. I remember sure. what I was doing when I finished watching The Last Starfighter. Uh-huh. It's when Dan learned to whistle, and that was the rest of his life, because as we all know, Dan is a professional whistler to I am day. a professional. Ready? <laughs> Uh huh. I what I heard is <laughs> that's what I heard because it cut all of it out. <laughs> oh, I uh. So I know it's Halloween time, and we are preparing yeah. for Halloween. Uh oh, mm. wait, is this gonna come out around? Oh, it's gonna come out past Halloween. Sorry, guys. Uh, spooky season has ended, but uh, but you saw the pictures we gave you. Yes, some very creepy little crafts you were making. Um, mm-hmm. Slash, at first worrisome because you were painting one doll's face black, but I'm like, I'm sure there's a goal. There is an end goal. Here that isn't <laughs> yeah. exactly what it looks like. Um, and then you made some very cool crap. What did you? What? What's the white that you put over it? Did you do like Mod Podge or something? What? So there is um, a thing called Crackle Medium that you mm. can get. Mm-hmm. Mod Podge makes one. There's a couple. Okay. Ours was a different one. Folk art, I think. So like when and it so dies, what you do is you do like so you paint a base coat. Mm-hmm. It goes on acrylic paint, so you do a base coat. Okay. So it doesn't have to be black, but for what we were doing, sure, like cracked porcelain. Show. Yeah. Um, but it would be cool, like with a gold metallic one, like, okay, to do, like yeah. the kind of fake cracked dishes kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you brush it on, and um. I found a guy who professionally makes creepy dolls, mm-hmm. and he gave a tutorial. That's where I learned how to do this. Mm-hmm. Um, and so how you put 
that on actually influences how it separates and how thick you put the medium on influences Uh. how it how it much it spreads okay so there's really there's techniques that you don't want to do too much you don't really want to overlap because it can mess it up oh okay that makes sense yeah and so he has like techniques like you know make sure you do like thin brushes over like the around the eyes and stuff but then Mm -hmm. like forehead and cheeks do big gloppy brushes that's cool you don't want it to drip but that right. way they're bigger on the cheeks and forehead and smaller around the face. That's so you dope. Really focus. Um, and then, so you do that, you let it dry, mm-hmm. and then you do the the other color over top. You know, we did kind of a porcelain color mm-hmm. over the top. And as it dries, um, I think normally, you know, paint shrinks, mm-hmm. but because it's all just one layer, it kind of stays together. Yeah. And what that medium does is it encourages it to shrink and clump, like, Okay. and so it shrinks and forms all those cracks that's really cool and it's like starts acrylic dries really quickly so you sure. see the cracks forming like right away oh so wow. after the first one i'm like oh shit i really gotta <laughs> go to fucking town on this and you don't want to okay. brush the second coat you kind of want to dab it more because mm-hmm. otherwise the, the brush strokes can kind of influence the cracks in a bad way right 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 which you know the expert said don't do that yeah, and yeah. i did that by accident once and i'm like oh that looks horrible <laughs> um but then just Looks dabbing really it all good. over. And the first time I did not go as fast. The second time I just went fast as a fucking can. <laughs> um, and it came out really good. Yeah. And I didn't realize you could very quickly dry all that shit with a hairdryer. Yeah, so I figured heat. you had used it, but you were just, you just waited, waited it out. Kind no, of I used a hairdryer. He oh, said, I like, see. use a hairdryer. You, you like, did oh. do it. Okay. And, and we mm. have a hairdryer mm. that has a setting for no heat, just air. Oh. Which smart. is awesome. Yeah. So I could do it at high speed, no heat, and it just dries in like fucking seconds. It's That's really so cool. cool. I'm oh, drying wow. it, watching the cracks form. It's so cool. That's dope. <laughs> that, that is just uh, yeah, having having an immediate result when you're yep. making a craft of some kind. That's impossible. It's a very it feels good. And yeah. then um and then we mod podge like did a matte mod podge to hold it together because okay. obviously the fact that the paint's like shrinking and cracking, it's flaky. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It would come right off. That was my next question. You must have sealed it somehow. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, we found like a spritz mm-hmm. Mod Podge. <clears throat> oh, that's pretty So you good. can just hold it up and spritz it and just do a nice so even Otherwise, coating. I would imagine it would just flake off onto the brush if you were It would be just, hard. Yeah. So we, Harry found that. I'm like, that's awesome. <laughs> we got our first skeleton. I think I might have mentioned that already. But what we're going to do is my idea was I'm going to put him in breeches and like old timey clothes and I'm going to have a, his hand out and I'm going to put a human uh, I'm going to put William Shakespeare's skull in his hand. But not skull, his head. Like his whole head. Yes. Nice. So I want to do the exact opposite. So I bought a uh, Walmart has just like a man's head styrofoam thing. Just going to mm-hmm. paint it up. Give him a little bit of a Van Dyke. And I think that's pretty much all I need to do other than put a rough around his neck. And then he'll Yeah, be the rough is really what's going to go. sell it for most people, I think. And then I, I, I'm i sure I've got a wig that I can just cut this part out of and mm-hmm. he'll, be, he'll be fine. Um, but I've also been, because they're not like on crazy, they're not at crazy prices yet. I've been buying my Christmas decorations in advance because last couple of years we've gotten... We got a snowman. I always wanted an inflatable snowman. Mm-hmm. Last year, we got a very gay little unicorn, a Christmas unicorn. Nice. And I wanted a Santa, and I found one pretty cheap at uh, Big Lots for like 30 bucks, and I bought it, 
And what I didn't notice because I bought it apparently through DoorDash was they can do replacements. Uh, and I'm like, ah, oh, fuck. And so mm. they didn't have it. They replaced what they get it, you? A blow mold Grinch. Now, I like the Grinch. He's cool. But that is not what I ordered. And I was yeah. nice about it. I don't whine and cry about these things. I'm never mean to customer service, a- service agents. And they're like, oh, okay. Well, this one time, we'll just refund it. I'm like, do I need to return it? They're like, no. So they gave me a Grinch. They gave me the Grinch. And I get to keep him. <laughs> Uh, in the meantime, I got some of the walk walkway lights that are just candy canes at the dollar store. So I bought 10 of those. Nice. Uh, those are new. And then I bought another Santa on Amazon and it came, uh, and I inflated it in the living room. It's eight foot tall. It's got a little oh, window in the, in the, in the hands. So it's so many days till Christmas, which is going to be a pain in the ass to replace that every day, but I'll do it. It'll be fine. Yeah. But it had some fucking gunk on it. And I'm like, oh, look, no. I don't want to be a pain in the ass, but I don't know what this jizz is on my Santa Claus. So I said to <laughs> I don't want any Santa jizz. No. I said, can you can you help me out with this, please? Like, is there anything you can do? They're like, I, I'm like, partial refund, something. I'm going to keep it, but partial refund because it's covered in, I don't know what. Yeah, it's not, it's not a pristine one. It's obviously no. a return or some shit. Yeah. And so they're like, oh, we can't do a partial refund, but we can give you a gift card. They gave me a gift card. Uh, I was happy with it. And then I'm now trying to to do the math in my head. Something else happened where the gift card didn't show up immediately or something. But long story short, somebody at some point was like, as a one-time thing, we'll give you a full refund and you can keep it. So I have gotten a blow mold Grinch and an eight-foot blow-up blow Santa Claus for free. Um don't know how I still I now I can't remember I'm not sure how, it sounds like I'm scamming people I swear to God I'm not <laughs> things just happened and I was very happy to a have them and then b spend the money that I then got back on other Christmas stuff because now mm-hmm. now I'm gonna feel like I have a wealth of Christmas decorations because I just love me some Christmas so I got the oh that's what I got with the remainder was um those those Christmas icicle lights that do this the LED ones that go brruh, 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 up and down. yeah I want to I need to get some of those fuckers I've been uh, wanting I, those LED ones forever since I saw them in Burbank like yes, a decade ago a hundred percent now they are more reasonable I got <laughs> they are I think I got a I might actually be able to afford for, them this year finally I'll, I can send you the ones I got I think the ones I got were like seventeen but they were like had a discount I don't know if they still have it but down to like eleven so I got a chain of ten of them for like eleven dollars and I got another I got two chains. Um, nice. They wouldn't let me get the discount twice, so my wife bought the other. The other. There you set. go. So we had them, and they do screw together so that, that you can link them all to one nice. plug. So we're good there. Um, I don't know. I don't know. Um, yeah. That's oh, it. Um, mm-hmm. the crackle thing. Caden yes. wanted to do it, but he mm-hmm. didn't feel confident doing it on the baby dolls. Mm-hmm. Um, but he, uh, Ari, had found at Joanne because Joanne has all their Halloween stuff already seventy oh, yeah. percent off. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. we should go. Okay. Um, and so she found this like hitchhiker thumb skeleton thing. He had gotten a tombstone. Mm-hmm. So she's like, I'll get him that. And so he wanted to try on that. Uh-huh. So he paint he painted it all black. He did uh-huh. the stuff and then he painted the white, got all the crackle on the bones, which I'm like, that nope. is what old bones look like. Love like, it. Yeah, yeah, really yeah. It's good. great. And so and then we mod podged it. And so now that's out front. And the mod podge we got was indoor outdoor mod podge. So oh, it'll okay. last in the weather. Amazing. So he got to do it too. Oh, that's so cool! I love that. We this this fucking neighborhood goes crazy. We like the city gives out skeletons for you to decorate. We decorated ours. Um, we made them travelers just because I'm like, we have a tray. What could we use a tray? Oh, like oh, he's got his shoes in the tray, so they're both traveling. I don't know why. 
but then we gave one of them a phone. We didn't. So a we didn't. We don't have any proper um, uh, laminating sheets. So my hand, my half-ass lamination. Uh, we checked them out on the street. Hasn't really worked. But I gave one of them a mm. phone with a ticket on it. One of them a paper ticket. Uh, both of them have QR codes that may or may not go to sketchcomedybook.com. <laughs> and, uh, but they're, they're strapped right to each other. Like, there's so many. There's like a couple hundred. And it was one guy's job uh, to just spread them around and tie them up all around Berkeley. <laughs> uh, they look great. There's so many really good ones, some very creative costumes. We um, just grabbed a couple because uh, Bernie has a few skeletons mm-hmm. in her closet. closet. Mm-hmm. Um, and so Ari, Ari's library on Wednesday is doing a murder mystery mm. for the teens and tweens. Mm-hmm. Um, but then when she's done, she's going to bring them back here and we're going to set up our little table and chairs from the backyard yeah. and do like a little tea set up for the skeletons Love it. in the front. That's so good. And then the um, one of the dolls are going to put on a, a swing, mm-hmm. a little rope swing from a tree. Mm-hmm. Um, but then the other one we're putting on a rocking chair. Okay. Um, and we got a swing motor but we're going to make it rock the rocking chair. Yes, I love that. That's so good. The uh, antique shop that, I don't know if I've mentioned to you, that at the end of our block is an antique shop, which would be dangerous if I had money. Um, yeah. But they have, the one that's outside of theirs is a uh, Norman Bates's mom, and it's very good. It's it's very screen accurate. She's also got an 8x10 signed to her by Norman. <laughs> it's nice. Goofy, but I, just in case anybody wasn't sure, mm-hmm. the Bates Hotel, you have, you Bates have hotel to, sign you have that they built to the lowest <laughs> common denominator in that uh, one. Might be my favorite one. Other than, obviously, the fucking, the, you know what kind of money is around here when I, there are at least a dozen of those 12 foot skeletons in different mm-hmm. parts of this town including a couple houses down <laughs> and i know i already mentioned the the giant jack skellington the 400 dollar jack skellington yeah. but i can't wait to see that thing animated i'm going down there on halloween to see it nice. sing yeah after after this i have to take apart um she got like a big clock face uh-huh. but it's just got like one of those regular cheap ass clocks in it right uh-huh. the ones you just put a double a in mm-hmm. um Try to figure out how to use a motor to make that spin because mm-hmm. she wants it to go either backwards or faster. Okay. That'd be great. Um, as like a spooky part of it. And mm-hmm. then at the same time, um, she had found a pendulum clock okay. that has like a grandfather clock style chime. Like it's a good Ooh. chime. Ooh, okay. Um, but the clock is broken. Like it mm-hmm. doesn't, it doesn't uh, tick anymore, but mm-hmm. the chimes work fine. Oh, okay. Um, might even be reparable. We'll, we'll have to look into that. But uh, I was looking at potentially being able to use that to spin that with like a motor or oh, something, and then okay. make a chime. But it did not work. Mm-hmm. So she's just going to use it for the sound effect. But it's that way idea. we can have a clock. It's like a fake antique clock, is what she has. I'm going to try to figure out to spin, and then just behind behind the scenes, she's going to pluck the you know bang the the, the chime. So it's got a little hammer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why not? That's perfect. It's a good. I mean, um, that's a good sound if you get a good one. Yeah, and it's a, it's a, it's, here, I'll show you. It's heavy. (laughs) What did you bring in with you? An entire clock? Well, I brought, I brought in the clock, the pendulum clock, but also, so here's this. (laughs) Um, Let me, let me fix that real quick. You can see better. Oh, you can see it now pretty good. Yeah, I can see it now. No, that looks really good. Is that just bought at a vintage store? Yeah, we just went to freaking Goodwill. Love it. 
And then the other creepy. one that Ari has that she brought to her work, mm-hmm. I painted the eyes with glow, clear glow in the dark paint, and then <laughs> it has an open mouth with teeth. Uh-huh. And I painted the teeth glow in the dark too. And they're gonna <laughs> have so like black lights everywhere, so it's That's gonna amazing. Glow. Its eyes and teeth will glow. Um, <laughs> and then uh, this is the this is the clock. <laughs> it looks just like Big Ben. <laughs> Almost, I, I'm getting a vibe. Oh, okay. Ooh, I love it. It looks like something for that would be in the Haunted Mansion ride. Yeah. That's so good. That peak and is like unnaturally, like, it's weird. I love it. And then if I do this. Geez. Did it it's make a good? Noise? I cannot hear it. Oh, let me get, let me get closer. Okay. It might be Zoom. Yeah, I'll just do this. It's got to get out. <laughs> No way! Uh-huh. It's blocking. It's blocking out because it sounds like someone in someone's background. They'd have a fucking clock going. I guess so. Um, I don't know if there's a setting. If there's not, then I I'm guess I'm looking. Can, otherwise, I'm we looking. can. I'll hear it when you send me your audio at the least. Uh, uh, it has echo cancellation. I'm gonna turn that off. Okay. Uh, By the way, my beer sponsor is uh, McGuire's. Draft what if I do live stout. performance audio? What does Ooh, that yeah. do? Let's see. Know. I heard a click. <laughs> really? Yeah. I don't even have noise cancellation on. That is fucking weird. Um, <laughs> it says it has zoom background removal, uh-huh. personalized audio isolation. Mm hmm. Audio will be captured in meeting and enable suppression for any background sounds not your voice. Mm-hmm. Then original sound for musicians. Mm-hmm. Uh, how about high fidelity music mode? I mean, right. it's a, it's it's music, right? <laughs> Anything? <laughs> um, let's see. Maybe it's the sure mic. Let me see if it's even doing an input here. Let me bring this up. See if it's actually capturing it on my end. Yeah, it's not the mic, so it's definitely... I'm hearing click. That's crazy, because it's not supposed to be like doing any of that shit. <laughs> well, I cannot wait to hear it on your recording. That's weird, man. That's really strange. You, you would rather... think high-fidelity music mode. You would think something like that would... That it would capture that audio. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, there's no... like. Wait, let's try this. Uh, nope. <laughs> Oh. No, no, no. Uh-huh. It should. That's that's fucked up. Yeah, huh? I agree. <laughs> well, it looks it good. <laughs> well, it sounds good when you hear the final audio. I'll I tell cannot you that wait. Much. The ten times that you plucked the thing. <laughs> that, that I plucked it like crazy. <laughs> oh, that's good. Uh, <sighs> well, I'm, I, I'm excited to see your setup. You need to send a picture once it's all. Once it all. Yeah, Aries. Ari painted this huge black butcher paper with glow in the dark paint. Uh huh. So that it's got like a creepy message in, 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 in the black light. I love it. I have not finished my Bick and Bones costume, but it is absolutely happening. I cannot wait. It's just I've I've made a, a paper, what do you call it? A craft foam sort of rough idea of a, of a face mask. And I think I'm going to get some of that foam clay to sort of fill it out. Nice. Should look good. I have no idea I'm doing. Oh, excuse me. No idea what I'm doing this year. Mm-hmm. 
pirate. Caden Caden's being a zombie businessman. <laughs> yeah. He got his briefcase because mm-hmm. he mm-hmm. got a he got a suit to go to the symphony. Mm-hmm. Um, and so he's like, I want to be a zombie businessman for Halloween. It's really good. So he got a found a briefcase at Home Depot, mm-hmm. but uh, the locks on it didn't work, and he was very. Oh. Very disappointing. Cause, I mean, that's why it's at the thrift store because it's broken, right? Sure, 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 sure. Um, so before he freaked out, I'm like, we can fix this. So we mm-hmm. went to Home Depot, and I got a latch, mm-hmm. and we attached we attached it basically to to the suitcase with like a door latch. Yeah. And then I got him a fingerprint padlock. Yes. Okay. That's so dope. he has a fingerprint padlock for his briefcase. I love. And it. then uh, he got some fake handcuffs. From the Spirit Halloween, so he can handcuff himself to it, um, and then He's a very but then Ari, business man. yeah, but <laughs> then Ari uh, gave him an alternative. They got him a fake hand. To put in the handcuff, and then he's got like he's gonna wear a black glove, and then like one of those like skeleton hand style like um, yes. bracelet things. Mm-hmm. So it's like his hand is ripped off in the handcuff. That's really good. I love that. <laughs> That's a Jonathan Colton song. There is a Jonathan mm-hmm. Colton song that goes right along with that theme. That's fucking great. That's remarkable. Well, there's also a Jonathan Colton song called Creepy Doll, so I played that for Aaron That's when we were shopping. Thing. Yeah, I was, that was the first <laughs> thing I thought of, too, when you said Creepy Doll. Uh, boy, he's really Halloween ever-present, that, that, that Jonathan. Well, I mean, he was doing a thing a day, so or a thing a week, so. That's true. That is true. Um, speaking one of, of my favorite, One yes. of my favorite... Oops. Ones is um, Skull Crusher Mountain though. Wait a minute, I know I've heard it. I think I've heard most of them. But I don't... Yeah, that's that's the one where he's basically a uh, 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 mad scientist that kidnapped a lady. And oh he's yeah, that's right. To... <laughs> that's right. No, that's a really good one. But he's basically it's from the perspective of like maybe a nine year old brain. Like he's like I feel like he's like really young and stupid. Like yeah, he doesn't. Like he doesn't. He doesn't understand relationships because he's uh, an insane, you know, mad mm-hmm. scientist. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he, uh, yeah. Because he's like my one of my the, my favorite verse of it is when he's like, "I made you this half monkey, half pony monster to please you, but I get the feeling you don't like it. What's with all the screaming? You like monkeys. You like ponies. Maybe you don't like monsters so much." Maybe I use too many monkeys, but isn't it enough that I ruined a pony making a present for you? That's right. Like, it's amazing. <laughs> isn't that enough for you? I ruined a pony for you. <laughs> oh, Jonathan Colton, you're welcome on the show anytime. Anytime. Jonathan Colton. Oh, my God. I love that he releases all the ship under fucking Creative Commons. I know. That's crazy. Although, I, st- I still hate what Glee did to him. Glee fucked mm. him, and that was some uh, bullshit. How did they fuck him? I haven't heard about this. Oh, okay. So, not a show that I watched, but I definitely heard about it when uh-huh. it happened, because he was very gently talking about this. Um, <laughs> now, I, when I say they fucked him, legally, as it turns out, technically they didn't. But this but is where- But technically doesn't- Letter yes. versus spirit, yep. right? Ex- this is exactly right. So, uh, if I- So, he covered- Baby Got Back by Sir Mix-a-Lot. Mm. And he did it like... I discovered that recently. It's great. And it's fantastic. It's great. Um, and he did it in a very specific style. His own, like, additive lyrics. He changed it. That uh, Glee, other than saying Johnny C, as he says, mm-hmm. did his exact reorchestration of the song. Did not credit him Whoa. or pay him. And he but tried. because of Creative Commons, with that no, here's the thing. He, okay, well, it, 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 because he paid for the rights, 
Um, oh, okay, yeah. All that they one, had that to do was pay for the one. rights to the song, and they don't have to. You do, uh, apparently don't have to pay somebody for their reorchestration of a song. But again, spirit versus intent. It's that so sounds fucked. like Disney did something. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> right? But just don't look up Glee Baby Got Back, and you'll be like, oh, Don't have shit. to pay someone for a reorchestration. Seems hinky AF. It, it really does. And like he talked to, you know, as you can imagine, buttloads of lawyers to try and get a response that like some just get something. But it, it just, just it didn't credit, pay off. credit, if nothing a credit else. credit even. Our credit would have been nice. And instead of Johnny C, they changed it to something else, and uh, everything else is exactly the same. Exactly the same. And he was, like, sitting there trying to, like, oh, did I hear, like, that quack sound effect I put in there? Like, because that might be something, because that's my actual recording. But he couldn't find anything like that. But, that like, they just basically recreated it from from scratch. And, uh, yeah, that was some 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 bullshit. Um, wow. Uh-huh. Like they um, don't have the fucking people to do that already. Like that, that everything they do is usually some form of re, reorchestration. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I still think that's so funny though that the weird like semi rivalry that Community had with Glee, such to the, to the point where like they made a couple episodes. Yeah, where they totally mocking it. Just, it. Oh, like I the it. the Christmas one is the best <laughs> fucking episode. Oh my god. I'm a silly Christmas baby. That is the best song. Uh, you know, at a certain point, you, re- you reach diminishing returns on the sexiness. <laughs> Can I tell you, like, that that woman, I hope at some point people recognize that she's probably the funniest person on that show, but just, like, low-key. Same with Amy on Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Rewatching that show, Melissa Fumero might be the best person on that show. Just very low-key is just the funniest person on it. Well, um, here's the thing. I think, like, overall, generally, mm-hmm. they play the quote-unquote straight man. Sure. Right. As yep. as straight man as anyone on those kinds of mm-hmm. shows plays, right? Mm-hmm. They get their moments. Um, but comedy, especially of that ilk, mm-hmm. doesn't work without one. No. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But then once, oh my God, you you, you just there's some line readings that Melissa Fumero does on Brooklyn Nine Nine that are perfect. They are perfect. There's no you cannot do it better. And the same same with uh, with Allison Brie. Like mm-hmm. um, they're also both adorable, but that's a different situation entirely. Um, I hope they both get married. Oh, I'm distracted by that thought of those two getting married. That'd be great. I hope they get married. <laughs> um, I was going to say speaking of ghosts, but that's not a segue anymore because we're not talking about ghosts. But uh, so I had an interview today to ghost write a book and I can't uh-huh. because of an NDA. I can't talk about almost anything about it except that people need a book written for them and I could do it. Uh, but they as like, long as every other sentence ends with boo. Uh, <laughs> I'm a spooky ghost. I'm a spooky ghost. Uh, but then an hour later, they're like, hey, you're hired. And I was like, what? and um, so I don't know what this process is going to be like, but I will tell you, it's not a lot of money. And it is it is a it is stretched out over an amount of time where it's like, oh, this can be touch and go. This can be interesting because I am still going to have to work my other jobs as mm-hmm. I do this thing that they need me to do, like my best writing at. And it's like, oh, God, OK, this is going to be troubling. So you might get some very nonspecific updates on this podcast over the next couple months because yeah. they're like, yeah, I free- always picture like with mm-hmm. a ghostwriter, like the person that you're helping write is just like sitting on like 
almost like a psychiatrist couch, uh-huh. just relaying things, and you've got to like. Oh. That is the vibe that I that I I think these <laughs> the people or person that I'm writing the book for are. Uh, oh, okay, how do I say this? Not the type of people I would think I would normally work with in any capacity, but do seem to be the nicest version of that type of person. Okay, so confirmed. Jay is ghostwriting for John Cena. <laughs> <laughs> that would be the greatest fucking thing on the planet. Oh or my Klitschko. God. Apparently, he's a pretty cool dude. I don't know who that is. He's a boxer. Oh, he's a boxer. Okay. Uh, uh, we had we had one person that they acquired pretty close to my end of my tenure at GHJ uh-huh. who did basically just boxing auditing. Make sure that they get their money from... Oh, oh, right, that kind of auditing. Right. I forgot that that's what they did at GHJ. Right. Oh, that's interesting. Huh. Yeah. So he would come in. Huh. That's Other funny. boxers, too, but he was the biggest client they had. I, I mean, it's it's hard to not be charmed when a giant man who could murder you turns out to be a t- teddy bear. I mean, from what I understand, Dave Batista is the same way. I hope he is. Dave Batista, I've been reading a lot about how smart that motherfucker is with yeah. his career. Yeah. As yeah, as they always compare him to The Rock. Sure. And some sure. other like guys like that because they have in their contract they can't lose. Oh yeah, yeah, right. And right. Dave Bautista realizes compelling characters lose. Yeah, and so he does not have that requirement. Yeah, and he there are roles that he decided not to do. He decided not to do Fast and the Furious. He decided not to do the Expendables and stuff because he Jesus didn't want to Christ. be pigeonholed in those roles. <laughs> oh my God. That it's is also gutsy. why he stopped being Drax mm-hmm. is because he didn't want to be pigeonholed in that kind of a, because it's the same kind of a role. Yeah. Um, but he also was like perfectly okay with not winning a fight. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and, yeah. and it makes his characters way more interesting and that. And they're like, you know, that's why his, he's, yeah, Rock is a brand. So mm-hmm. when you see a movie with The Rock, you're seeing The Rock. Yeah. No, who happens to be in a movie for the most part. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whereas Dave Bautista, he's actually being an actor. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And because I mean, of that, no he's it. actually getting more roles. And long term, he mm-hmm. will probably be better remembered than The Rock. I mean, that'd be nice, especially after I watched that fucking abysmal jungle cruise movie i tried i mm-hmm. wanted to like it i really did but i'm like it was entertaining I, but it was definitely like great moments in it it was it was a junk food movie and we all we, ari and i went into it with that expectation that's that's fair did you did you see the haunted the new haunted mansion not yet like, ari I, did but i I, I had to go into it knowing that there are two to three problematic assholes in that movie and just ignore mm. the fact that they're problematic to try. It's got some really good Separate shit. Separate the art it. from the artist kind of thing yeah, as best I you can. Hate, I hate doing that. I don't like doing it, but I'm like, I really want to see a haunted mansion. No, three. It's it's officially three. For three very, two very, two of them are very similar. One, it, anyway. Uh, yeah. Jared Leto is the voice of, the, of, of, Oh, I can't. I don't want to spoil anything. He's the voice of somebody in it, and I'm like, ah. Oh. And, and, <laughs> and it's one of the things slash characters I wanted to see in the movie the most. And I'm like, God damn it! I could also I could have done the voice he did. It was Muppet Haunted Mansion was okay. I, I enjoyed that. I enjoyed. I'm like, okay. That I was mad at the Kermit voice, but I also understand I maybe they're hard. trying to. It's hard. Maybe they're trying to move away from the Jim Henson voice of it. A little bit, yeah. So it's it's now like this is more of an adaptation of Steve Whitmire's voice than it is like a direct like I would have personally chosen someone to go back a bit to say it doesn't a more take like it, the Jim thing Henson. is that 
a Kermit style voice is not hard to do. Nope. Even if you can't do the exact same delivery. Yep. You can still do the same style voice and just kind of change his delivery. Yep. Instead yep. of a voice like this, he, he, he just didn't sound like Kermit. <laughs> it's me, Kermit the Frog. How Kermit you guys the Frog. Doing? I'm Kermit the Frog. <laughs> Kermit the Frog. <laughs> I'm from Louisiana. It's like, uh, I don't know, what was his voice like in that uh, Muppet? I never saw, I hadn't seen that second Muppet was movie. Was Muppet's that, uh, Most Wanted? Yeah. Yeah, I, I think, think he had a voice kind of like that. like an Eastern he? European accent, but well, it was that's rough right. like that. <clears throat> yeah. It was pretty cute. I, I bought that. I've movie been wanting to watch that because it looks good. It's it's not bad. And I know that at least those movies, like he 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 came from a a place of love for the Muppets when he made those movies. Yeah, yeah. No, there's there's no getting around that. There's there's yeah. It's it's hard. But it probably can't hold a candle to the Great Muppet Caper. So no, no, no. That's true. But that's it's hard true. to hold a candle to those early movies. Yeah, especially since they're made of felt and they'll go right up in flames. Right. I just oh sh. I, you know what's a popcorn movie for me? I don't think we've ever talked about it. What's that? Okay. So I'll very quickly just uh, uh, thank thank the person. I don't know if I could. I don't know if it's weird to say it on here. Thank the person who gave me Disney Plus uh, for for letting me use it. I don't I don't know uh, what's right or wrong here, but um, I've watched Cruella twice because I absolutely love that fucking movie. <laughs> that movie that I actually is haven't seen that yet. The gayest thing, and that's and, I kind of picked up from conversations that it is. Now the first time I watched it, here's the thing: I'm like, this is going to be bad. So I had a bottle maybe and a half of wine and it was the best thing the, the <laughs> next time i watched it i think i was only slightly high and it was still so good it's honestly good and it is the best costume design i've seen in a movie in a long time it is genuinely well made the stuff that people complained about online was again people misreading pop culture what a shock uh it was the whole oh wait so dalmatians kill her mom and that's why she kills dalmatians that's not at all it. what happened and at no point in the movie by the way not to spoil too much at no point in the movie does she kill dalmatians or is it i i think they're rewriting the cruella deville movie uh the cruella deville story unless in the sequel that they're planning she does turn into an absolute like dog killing psycho hard to say but they make cruella like <laughs> a likable character um but also it's hard genuinely. to do hard not to do with emma stone she's so fucking good and her accent is great. I know that I'm not actually English. So I can't really comment on that, but she's great. Uh, fucking uh, not not Emma Watson. Oh my God, what's her na- name? I know Emma Stone's in it. Uh, 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 well, I can why if there's an Emma and this woman in the movie? Oh my God, what's her name? Hold on. Nope, nope. It's not Emily Blunt, right? Nope, it is not Emily Blunt. Emma Thompson. It is Emma. Oh, there Emma are Thompson. two Emmas. Okay. That's why I was thrown. Emma Thompson's in it. It is. Fucking phenomenal! Everybody's good in it. Everybody's is she the one so who good. yeets her off the balcony? Uh, yeah, she is. She is like she is. Uh, yeah, she's she's the bad. I've guy, seen basically. I've seen the bits and pieces, and yeah. I've seen that like she does that and then turns around and like everyone's standing there. <laughs> and she's like, oh, she fell. I'm like, uh, mm-hmm. and then uh, the guy. Oh God! See now, I got to look it up again. Cruella yeah, I think cast. it's Emma Emma Bouchel. <laughs> Emma Bouchel, <laughs> the guy. Uh, yeah, that's right. Uh, Paul Walter Hauser. <laughs> Who got best known for playing um, uh, the the supposed, but turned out the eventually. Uh, <laughs> Jesus Christ! Oh my God! 
the Olympic bomber, the, oh. the, the who wasn't really the Olympic bomber, but whose life was destroyed by being accused of it. He yeah, played be- him. We did it, read it. He got an Oscar nomination, uh, might have gotten the Oscar, uh, but he since then has mostly done funny character roles because, hey, fuck it. I've got an Oscar or a, nom- a nomination, yeah. so I can do whatever I want. So he's in, uh, he's a, a main character. One of the, he's a side character in the uh, Cobra Kai show. He's okay. in all kinds of, but he's very good in that. He plays the heavy set sidekick and he's very, very good. His English accent, also not bad. Um, it's worth a watch. It's a good movie. Nice. Um, I hope I didn't give away too much, but I think it's. I think it's. Uh, I've seen. I've probably seen more than what you gave away. So. Okay. All right. That's fine. Um, <clears throat> I have only one thing. Le- you know what? I'm gonna. This my my closing thought will be this, but um, unless you have anything else, Dan, I feel like we can. We can. Uh, I don't. I don't think I do right stuff. now. All right, Dan. What do you want to promote this week? Um, why don't you go ahead and check out the OD&D podcast? I've got Welcome to Barely ready to finish. I'm going Woo. to. I just need to do the whole like put in the theme thing. I okay. exported the final bit today. Nice. Um, so check that out. That'll be coming out soon. Um, and then I have a, we have a, a fistful of dice ready to go ish as well. We recorded it, um, but because of issues with my computer, I ended up having a dead hard drive, um, which was causing my computer to freak out. Jesus Christ! Okay. Um, I couldn't get I couldn't get Craig downloaded, mm-hmm. and I had totally forgotten. That Jeff's audio recording broke. Oh no! So I do not have Jeff's side of things. Oh shit! Um, but as the DM, mm-hmm. I'm go- I'm going to try something. It's going okay. to be very hard. So which means it's going to take longer to uh-huh. come out with it. Uh-huh. I'm going to try to write it like he's telling us, like from a storybook. Okay. And then interstitial our dialogue. Okay. Okay. When he says, and you know, and Bart said. Holy shit. Okay. That's going to be hard because I don't know if I can hear him at all. Yeah. Usually I can kind of hear him if I like really crank up the volume on like either mine yeah, or yeah, yeah. Kimberly's volume, I yeah. think. Sometimes I can hear him. Yep. Like very, very, very oh faintly. Oh, God. That's crazy. <laughs> so oh, no. it may be a very unique episode. Uh-huh. It was only... we. Our whole recording was only an hour, so it's probably like 40, 45 minutes of actual podcast. Okay. okay. Luckily. Yeah. Yeah. But it was a, a very important event happened in it, oh, so no. I can't skip it. Oh no! Okay. Yeah, very care, very Jeez. character-driven Christ. episode. Wow, dude! You it involves for you. it involves trying to burn down a house and resurrection. Okay, <laughs> like it's it's big. Oh my god! Okay. Wow. <laughs> well, I I wish you the best, Dan, in your endeavors. Thank you. So to... that'll be interesting when that comes out. <laughs> uh-huh. uh, enjoy it. Uh-huh. I feel like I'm going to open it with. <laughs> This is Audible, <laughs> audiobooks for podcasts that forgot to record the narrator. <laughs> oh, fuck. Oh, that's rough. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And even the backup Discord guy, the Jericho. That's what I'm saying. I couldn't get those to download oh, because I my see. computer was freaking out, oh, and I didn't realize no. the, hard, the hard drive was failing, Yeah. and that's where my temp folder was, and fuck. so it wasn't. And so by the time I realized what had ha- was going on, Mm-mm. seven days had passed, and it removed it. Oh, that sucks so hard. Because the weekend, I had a very busy weekend, so I didn't yeah. even have a chance to retry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If I had thought about it, I would have just done it on the fucking laptop. But yep. I got distracted, ADHD, mm-hmm. and then Monday, 6 a.m., I go, oh, fuck. And I go over, and it says, recording removed. I'm like, <sighs> You know, I keep forgetting Bad to news. do. And the and I was like, "Oh shit! I needed that because before, I, you know, when I'm normally I'm like, it's 
-hmm. it's a nice to have because it helps me align. But then yeah. I'm like, oh shit, Jeff didn't have his recording. Oh no. Like <laughs> I sometimes remember, but usually forget. I'm not doing it now. But I, if I, I can run stuff into the my little candy bar recorder mm -hmm. as a rough, rough backup. And honestly, like that's the best method is having like a non-connected ver. But I always forget. I always forget yeah. to back shit up that way. So uh, yeah, so check out the ODD podcast. <laughs> Welcome to Barely Episode Three. Will be coming out here shortly, Woo! and then who knows when I'll have the AFOD. Um, we'll might have another Barely before then. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> because after I figure out what Jeff said, I'm I want him to record the narration. He's the host, right? Of course. And it's going to sound better that way. Um, so that'll be. It'll be interesting. So oddpodcast.com. Um, I haven't streamed in forever, but um, I might start again soon. I'm almost done with my current Baldur's run, Baldur's Gate run, Baldur's and dash. I might, I might, yeah, Baldur's Dash. Um, I might try to do. I might stream a second run through with a okay. completely different style character. We'll see. We, we have some stuff we need to talk about streaming at some point i still I, I i i don't hate the idea of us basically writing an rpg on a stream and yeah. you know i kind of want to do i feel like jay likes to watch would be a good stream too uh-huh yeah, yeah yeah i'd be fine with that we should do it just yeah. pick a game and we'll figure it out once a so month like maybe once every, yeah or every, once few every couple week, weeks you know? yeah yeah whatever. yeah i i can find the fucking time i will i will figure For like it an out. hour or two at most yeah uh, you know what? Go to sketchcomedybook.com or go to your local store and see if maybe they have my book, We're Not Worthy. It's a history of 90s sketch comedy. If they don't have it, it's so easy. Any bookstore can order you a copy. Um, and it's, it's, it's it under 30 nothing bucks. for us to get a copy. <laughs> okay, good. Is we actually see? bought a copy for Ari's mom and she had ordered, she pre-ordered her own <laughs> copy. Yay. Extra <laughs> money for me eventually down the line. At some point, not a lot, but it, it's okay money. Uh, so everybody, you can check that out. I'm very proud of it. Uh, I would like to do a second edition. There's an audiobook in the works very slowly. Other things are slowing it down, but it will happen. Um, but I want to do a second edition and obviously the more books we sell and I want to sell other books would be cool. I'd like to get an agent. I'd like to get another, another book published. A thing. So, yeah. you know, yeah, that'd be cool. Much as I like having this one, um, I am not easy to satisfy. So that's it. Check that out. Uh, and then dress.com is where all the podcasts are. Dan, what do you want to leave the people with? Well, I don't know what to leave the people with, so I'm going to break out my little 24 hours a day book again. Ooh, okay. So we're both going to be reading the, from something this week for this our was, final this, notes. Was this an AA book? Was that what this was? I don't recall. Yes. 24 okay. hours a day is, an, in, is intended for members of Alcoholics Anonymous as okay. a help in the program. Okay. Okay. Um, so Dan's going to help you out. Just say, say when. Okay. When? Okay. Uh... Oh, these are dated. Maybe yeah. I should just look for today. Okay, do it. I didn't realize they were dated. Um, Smart. October. It's October twenty third, the day we're recording this. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um. Uh, let's see. Let's do the thought for the day, shall we? Yes. Um, third, I have learned how to be honest. What a relief! No more ducking or dodging. No more tall tales. No more pretending to be what I am not. My cards are all on the table for all the world to see. I am what I am, as Popeye says, and that's all I am. I have had an unsavory past. I'm sorry, yes, but it cannot be changed now. All that is yesterday and is done. But now my life is an open book. Come and look at it if you want to. 
I'm trying to do the best I can. <laughs> I will fail often. But I won't make excuses. I will face the things that they are and will not run away. Am I really honest? The end. If you've ever wanted to know, folks at home, what it would sound like if Weird Al and Pennywise had a baby, that's what Dan just did. <laughs> and uh, I and don't then know. And he's an ex-alcoholic. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We all flow down here. <laughs> uh, <laughs> this is a... Uh, I before I, I deleted it, but thank God I remembered it before I saw it, because when you delete a spam email, it goes away forever, and mm-hmm. I wanted to make sure I preserved this. This is clearly somebody phoning it in at the scamming office, because the subject of the email was, your pee. The body of it was, <laughs> began, want to pee faster and stronger? <laughs> <laughs> I've always thought my bladder was a weak man. <laughs> it's happening! If, it does, if, if I don't hear Stanley say, who wants to drink from the fire hose, what is even the point of peeing? Dan and Jay's Comedy Hour, the podcast, is part of the Stolen Dress Podcast Network. The show is hosted by Dan Gomiller and Jason Klom. The Dan and Jay's Community Service theme song was composed and performed by Brian Magic Hands Madison. The Silver Jubilee theme song was composed and performed by Nick Robes, with lyrics by Jason Klom. Have questions? Call and leave us a voicemail at our phone number, 747-248-6687. That's R-I-P-2-Humor with a U. Subscribe to Dan and Jay's Comedy Hour on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or wherever else you can find us. Give us a five-star rating and write us a review. It helps. You can find us on Facebook and Twitter at DJC Hour and Instagram at Dan and Jay Comedy. Or find everything in one place at danandjay.com. Visit StolenDress.com to listen to our other podcasts, watch videos, and imbibe freely of our multimedia content going back 15-plus years. Goodbye, Dan and Jay's Comedy Hour. Stolen Dress Entertainment. Hey, it's my turn. Ah!